Hello and welcome to the first episode of the South Banker's Guide to Staying Sane, um, your go-to podcast for all things coronavirus related and mental health related. Um, we're really excited to get started. I'm Josie. And I am Arabella. And I am so excited to do this. So today what we're going to do is we're going to briefly break down the most important news about COVID-19 from this week and then we're going to move on to much happier topics. So we're going to talk about the good news that's happened this week, both COVID-19 related and not. So we're going to uh, find the light in the, in find the silver linings of, of what's happening at the moment. And we're then going to go over some of the ways that you uh, are staying sane and how we are also staying sane in this lockdown. So just to reiterate, um, our mission is basically just to make sure that we are keeping the South Bank community alive and making sure that your spirits are all the way up there because we know how um, strange these times are. Um, None of us have been through this before. None of our parents have been through this before. And that can be very, very strange and challenging and weird. And we get that. So we are just aiming to sort of take your mind off of things a little bit towards the end of this episode but also just make sure that you're getting a solid breakdown of what really is going on in the world at the moment okay so to kick off with the news so it's been a very tough week this week in terms of COVID-19 so the latest news uh from the UK at least is that we've had 684 death deaths in the last 24 hours wait so that would bring the UK's total to what at current? Uh, 3,605, very sadly. Okay. Yeah. No, um, so, yeah. yeah, and one of the things that um, will probably have been concerning to most people in the news this, this week has been the, the death of a 13-year-old boy here in London with no underlying health conditions. And there was a 12-year-old in Belgium as well. I think... I think that's very important to note, um, just because there has been, um, you know, a bit of news flying around that, oh, it's, it's, it's not possible for someone who's younger with no underlying health issues to sort of get the virus. It's just extremely important for um, us all to realise as young people that we are not invincible to this disease and um, the virus knows no bounds in terms of age um, and does not discriminate by age. Um, so it's just important that for our sake and for the sakes of you know, those people who are vulnerable, who are more vulnerable and are susceptible to disease a little bit more than we are, or mm-hmm. we are as we know, you know it's, it's, we should take the necessary precautions, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, just to reiterate, um, we are the, the the statistics. We the scientists don't know why, but the statistics do show that we as young people are generally less affected by the disease. So those uh, those very very unfortunate individuals this week who who uh, died, who sadly died, were outliers rather than um, uh, rather than a new a new trend. But at the same time, as Josie says, it's, as you say, Josie, it's so, 
important to take the necessary precautions because we aren't invincible yeah. and it's so dangerous to think that we are both for ourselves and for the people around yes, us yes but then we could also take it on the other hand that we would never want anyone to sort of panic especially when we're able to sort of relate to that age a little um you know we, we, we there's there's no need to panic for anyone of any age um we just need to take the precautionary measures that are needed and um it is a weird time and it is a scary time but we're all in this together so yes yes and it is it is a scary time and it is it's hard not to panic when when people especially of our age group but all people are dying it's it's worrying especially having to to be concerned about your grandparents it's 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 a difficult time in short i think also like there are some people that you know aren't even thinking too far in the future in terms of unfortunate deaths um but the fear of being ill is something that is very very real but um as we know um we do have an incredible nhs and um health systems around the world are burdened um but they are fighting so so hard with the resources that they do have um and there's not much we can do but hope for the fact that our government can sort of pull through and ensure and hold hold the hope that they will ensure that um we are all you know healthy to the best of our abilities or um made to become healthy once again um if we do that and yes and of course um the most the most important thing that we can do is we do have some personal control in this and we can follow the government's guidelines so as everybody knows washing their hands for more uh, more than 20 seconds in warm soapy water and but don't forget uh, you have to sing happy birthday twice you have you to have sing to happy sing birthday, birthday twice. twice. So it's not actually 20 seconds no, anymore. No, happy birthday twice. So 40 That's seconds. That's what Boris says. That's what Boris says. We're not we're <laughs> not getting political here, so we should be careful. <laughs> we, I will be careful. Okay. Um, yes, so just make sure you are washing your hands frequently. Um, not just once a day, not just after you go to the bathroom. When you come home from your once, once a day, daily exercise, one form, once a day. Um yeah, especially when you come home. Yes, from those. those those definitely. Um, uh, some more research has recently resurfaced that the masks, as long as they are medical grade and are being handled with care with clean hands, you're taking your mask off, you're putting your mask on with clean hands, they really can reduce um, the risk of transmission um, just because of those little droplets that come out when you cough and sneeze, they they travel far, they're, yeah. they're nasty. So, yeah. so they, they do really help. And actually, the the World Health Organization. I think this this is coming out today. They're they're going to make an announcement yeah. at some point in the very near future that people should start wearing masks, which is a complete new exactly on what they said because before. there was you know people people were sort of put off um, just because of the fact that they were sort of it was coming out that they weren't effective whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So um, this yeah. is this is a big turn, um, but we can only hope that there are enough masks for our um, frontline workers because that is obviously a massive problem at the moment with uh, yeah yeah and speaking of uh, frontline workers and you mentioned this earlier I think it's it's so important at every opportunity to talk about how incredible yes. our NHS are being and healthcare workers around the world are just uh, are so amazing but 
just to focus on the UK, it's, it's, the trauma that these health workers, uh, healthcare workers, are having to go through, the, for the, st- the extent that their their guidelines came out yesterday, I think it was for um, the um, the people, the pri- the priorities in terms of saving people. So li- resources, we as we know, are limited, and the government's doing everything they can to yes. get those medical resources, to get the treatment, to get the the, the beds for the yes. ICU and the. The NXL centre mm-hmm. turned into a Nightingale hospital um, in the last couple of days as well. So it's it's such a burden on them. They're exhausted. They're traumatised. But they are being absolutely incredible. So just a big, 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 big well done to yeah. them. But this country would not be running without and them. There's something else that I would want to touch on um, regarding the NHS, just a more of more of a human factor, is that a lot of these people have families and they are already hard workers who are working long, long hours, not for the pay that they should be getting. They should be getting way more for the life-saving work that they do. But um, a lot of them have had to move away from their families in order to be uh, to not have to commute. So obviously that is a little bit of a situation at the moment. We can't really do that as freely as we would like. Um, so they've had to move away from their families and their kids and their kids are at home the whole day because um, because schools have closed, although there have been some great initiatives by schools to sort of take up the students of frontline workers and essential workers, the kids of those workers. Um, but there are a few things that you can do. I've recently heard about something, um, an app called Olio, which I've had for a while. It's like a food waste um, collection app. But they've now taken an initiative to um, start these these programs wherein people can sign up to make lunches for NHS staff kids uh, to take to school because obviously they're so busy um, and it's just one less thing to sort of take off the bed. And so maybe if you're looking for something to sort of fill your time and thinking that that might be something that's sort of quick and easy but makes such a big difference, um, Alio, Alio on the App Store, yes. That's lovely. We'll we'll put it on our our Instagram page. We'll, we'll also put it in the in the notes at the bottom of this episode. Wonderful. So, um, we we've already uh, touched on the mask issue a bit. So now looking at, it just goes to show the amount of uh the amount of confusion in the news that's happening to do yeah. with um to do with COVID nineteen. And I think that brings us quite nicely to our our next section that we that we're running. So this is our coronavirus myth busting section and uh, there are a lot of myths going so to... this is very necessary but yes continue absolutely yes. yeah so <laughs> next week we've got um oh this week sorry we're going to provide you with one a week and this week Josie's giving us our um our myth so Josie um t- tell me about this uh, your your myth to do with dogs and cats and coronavirus okay so we've got a little bit of a, a situation um, wherein people are, are are nervous for their for their beloved animals, and I completely understand. In South Africa got two beautiful little rescue dogs. I would be very nervous if I had them in my home at the moment because I'd first of all be nervous that they could get the disease because I love them with all my heart. Mm-hmm. But I would also be a little bit nervous as to whether they could spread it onto me because who knows who are who they are coming across on their walks okay so um i would just like to bust a little bit of a myth um i did some research and um what am i saying oh yes 
Um, so there has been some research that has been done. And I have some really, really good news for the dog owners, but potentially slightly scarier news for the cat owners, but they'll be fine. They'll be great. I can promise you that your, your felines will be friendly and happy, but um, dogs, they um, can pick up the virus and they can, um, they have a, a small viral load, so they can hold the virus for a little while, but their viral load is very, very small. Um, and the virus merely just passes through their body and through their excrement and then it's gone. Um, and for cats, it's a little bit of a different story because um, cats have shown to be have, having a, a, a higher viral, viral load when it comes to the coronavirus and they do carry it for longer periods. But I can rest assured, let you know that there have been no studies that have proven that these animals can actually pass on the virus to you so your dogs and your cats and all of the above will be okay i'm speaking about dogs in general okay in other news there has been the this has just lit up my life and i'm hoping that it will light up all the lives of dog lovers all over the world because new york city is experiencing shortages of a different kind but um, New York City, um, amongst the shortages that shops are probably having um, of essential goods as they have had in the UK, and as we have noticed, um, they are having shortages of a different kind. Um, these, yes, yes, um, Bloomberg um, had a, an incredible report um, that informed me that there is a shortage of dogs to foster, which just makes my heart very happy and warm. And um, I just love that because people, um, that's another thing that, that we were going to let you know is that like keep your animals close because they can really help when we're social distancing. And now we know they probably won't pass it on to you, although this is not confirmed. You should be good to go with giving your dog a cuddle. That's so lovely. And Josie, just to be clear, um, when you say it's unconfirmed, because obviously any IB student will yes. know about the whole the whole nature of science and everything. So it's how how clear are we on this? Because obviously we've only got data for about four months. Yes. So we're 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 not too clear on this because there haven't been any studies that have confirmed that they do, but they have they're not they're they're not willing to be conclusive on the fact that they that they don't spread it. But they don't. They haven't been proven to 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 spread it in, in any way, shape or form. At least house animals okay, like so, dogs and cats. Okay, so that's our one our working hypothesis. Yeah. Well that's wonderful. Every every dog owner in, in, in the country and in the world can rest a little easier today. And can make sure they take their dog for their one walk a day. Exactly. Don't forget that one walk a day people. Yes. Okay, so we're moving on now. So we've covered all the news that's harder to hear this week but we think equally important uh, equally important is the good news what's actually happening in the world that that makes 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 our days a little brighter so that uh, lots of lots of people particularly are responding to the uh, their lockdowns in 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 ways that confirm or reaffirm our faith in humanity i also think just like at the moment, we're sort of bombarded with every single headline we read being about the coronavirus, which is rightly so, because it is the, the biggest crisis of a century. Um, but 
there is some good stuff that's going on that definitely is getting lost in a little bit of of the panic that is sort of surrounding the crisis. So we're just going to talk through a little bit of that today. Some of the things that warmed us up. Um, yeah, Arabella, what what did you find? Okay, so um, the first story I found was about a, a wonderful man called Sam Hustler, great name, <laughs> who... You'll see why. It is <laughs> who completed a half marathon on his balcony for a charity cause uh, while he was in quarantine for COVID-19. I just think that's so inspiring when you're, he was locked down. He had, a, I think it was a, uh, a two meter balcony and he had to do 5,000 laps of his wow. balcony to complete this half marathon, but he cared so much about this charity cause. Yeah. So I think that's just a wonderful, wonderful um, spirit for people to be in. And he, in fact, is not the first person to have run a marathon on his um, on his balcony during this lockdown. So uh, in France, a man did that over the weekend. He ran a full marathon. Jeez. So kudos. Okay. I challenge, I challenge anyone with a balcony and the capacity to run to do this and make a count and maybe get a little bit of sponsorship going and contribute to NHS because there are a lot of things that uh, need to be done um, and you could make a big difference while you're sort of at home. So, and they're incredible yes, and they're yes, incredible. And they deserve every penny. So if we just, yes. Now, uh, there was something very, <laughs> just made me so happy. Okay. So, so, so there is an account um, by a girl called Elsa Williams on Twitter um, and Elsa lives somewhere in the UK um, and her street has been in the epitome of the embodiment of, of community spirit <laughs> with making an effort every single morning and they have it counting day one, day two, day three, they, I think they're on like day 16 at the moment um, every single day <laughs> They are dancing on the street with music blaring. Every single person comes out of their house and dances and they're calling it socially distant dancing. And it just is very sweet because there's a lot of old people and they're just jamming it out. And I'm definitely going to put the video in the notes. Um, But it's just, please, please do yourself a favor. (laughs) Please do yourself a favor (laughs) and go watch these videos because they just make me so happy. So so heartwarming, and they're the from the way I understand it, they're not the only people uh, or the only group of people doing that. Communities are doing that. I think uh, a very heartwarming story. I think it was a couple of weeks ago. Now was uh, they had a projection of a uh, the uh, Josie. I'm disconnected. I'm re- no, you I can okay. I'm reconnected now. Okay. Okay. So yeah, so you had a uh, yeah. So one of the things that I thought was uh, really heartwarming, and I saw it. It must have been a couple of weeks ago now. Is that they they projected um, a, a video of, of uh, people dancing? I think it was from an old film or something onto a building, and you could see the people, uh, the the couples who were living in the building, uh, dancing yes. in the windows. It was so sweet. No, there's been so much. And you also like, we, I can't remember his name, but there's that guy who was going and sort of serenading people um, on their balconies. I think um, that's happened. That's sort of spread all around. And I think where the, the, the first hit countries in, the, in Europe, like France and Italy and Spain, that definitely became popular where people would sort of, um, while everyone was self-isolating, there would be these musicians that went up and down the street. And I just think um, 
first of all, it's a little signifier of how music um, can really uh, be a source of positivity um, in times like this. Um, and just how important the community spirit is, because that's, again, like, we can bring this all back to the fact that, like, we are not alone and everyone is stuck at home and everyone is going slightly crazy. But I do think it's important to highlight all the ways that we can stay sane in a time like this, because um, obviously that, that, that is top priority. Uh, we don't know if we're in this for the short run or the long run. Um, but yeah. So there are so, so, so many ways um, to sort of improve yourself, improve your learning, improve your fitness, improve your skills. Um, and some people, you know, if, if we have to look back in time to mm, four, four months ago, we would have looked upon a time like this as sort of a blessing because uh, we'd have so much time to ourselves to sort of, you know, do, do what we want. Or our bio IAs. Depends on. Oh yes, all the all the bio IAs, all the chem IAs, but also we have minusing the commute times. Without the commute time, you know, maybe an extra twenty minutes. But yeah, yeah. that's uh, so. Yeah, so um, we're going to go over a few ways that we can that we are, ourselves are staying sane, and we've heard from a few of you lovely people as well. So. What, first of all, we've got one of our, our lovely grade 11 students who wrote in and said that they had an app uh, that was helping them um, exercise. And uh, it, it, it's called, it called uh, the Nike Training Club app. And basically what this, uh, what this person said was it has all sorts of workouts from yoga to strength workouts for begin beginners to advanced users. So... I uh, that sounds like a wonderful way to stay fit if you're struggling to stay fit when you can barely get outside and I know that's an issue for me so thank you um, thank you to uh, this grade 11 student I'll definitely use that <laughs> I think um, it's brilliant because I've also been finding that like I can definitely vouch for this um, just because I think one of the ways that I've been saying saying is like obviously there's a lot of a lot of work in grade 11 um and to sort of break up my work i would take like i have an app called seven which um is like the workout app that i use um also has so many different options it's free um and so many different options for um things like uh different levels like from beginners to intermediate but also different areas that you might want to work on or strength or uh, fitness whatever you want to work on so I've been finding that those which are really quick little workouts are like nice to slip in between um, different work or different studying that I might be doing um, yeah but Arabella tell me okay one way that you are feeling like is keeping you occupied and sane oh you're going to laugh okay Oh, so, okay, yeah, it's one of those. Okay, so um, my family, I love them. I don't, I don't fight with them very often. I get along very well with my family. I'm lucky in that respect. But we live in a very small flat and the walls kind of feel like they're closing in on us a bit <laughs> at the moment. Um, so what we're doing to stay sane, and I can proudly say this was my idea, um, was to write down a list of all the crazy the most crazy things that we are saying that's great so i've i've got a running document on google drive so so god help me if the school decides to go through my google drive suddenly <laughs> but i've got a document called the family in quarantine and 
at some point we will go back and laugh over them. I'm not sure when, but we will. So that's one of the ways that we're staying safe. I think that's great. But um, yeah, there's just so many, like so many different creative ways that you could think of, like to sort of stay sane. I've recently um, applied to volunteer um, uh, to do like sort of dog walking and grocery shopping for uh, people in my area um, to those who are sort of more vulnerable and um, that's being processed my application is being processed at the moment which is something that I think would keep me really nice and busy Um, but I also have been working on my cooking and I know that a lot of people have been sort of working on cooking since like um, it's a little bit more difficult to eat out Um, but of course we have to praise we have to praise our delivery drivers because they've been amazing with their uh, long distance dropping off things and let you know distance dropping off so um, <laughs> but um, yes cooking has been been taken up by a lot of people which I think is wonderful it's wonderful so I think that concludes our episode for today so the last thing last we would love to hear from you in the future so more more um more ideas about how you yourselves are staying sane if you want to hear us talking about something uh, specific in the news that's going on uh, anything like that we will happily oblige please write into us either uh, via one of our emails or uh, dm us on instagram or um, message us on uh, on anchor which is the platform you're using to listen to us right now um we also are very very keen um to try our best to answer any of your concerns and questions about school we know um that some things are a little bit confusing like when are we coming back and uh how are we going to write tests and all that sort of stuff um trust trust us we 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 are concerned about these things too um but we obviously have some links to the teachers and um have received a lot of information ourselves so um if there are any burning questions then please feel free um we would say probably the best way to to contact us would be through dm or anchor um but yeah uh thank you guys so much for listening to our first episode we're really 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 excited to get this off the ground um and to be back with you next week